Welcome to part one of Health System CIO's interview with Nader Moravi, CIO, Senior VP, and Vice Dean at NYU Langone Health. In this segment, he talks about how his team is leveraging Epic to standardize care across the system, the foundation required to become a highly digitized organization, and how offering virtual urgent care can be a huge competitive advantage. I'm in New Jersey, so I'm very much familiar with your organization, but for those who aren't, can you just provide kind of a brief overview of NYU Langone, what you have for care offerings, um, the mission of the organization, things like that? Great. We are called now NYU Langone Health System. We are a health system, one of the major ones in the metropolitan New York area. We are academic. Again, same mission about teaching. We are teaching institution, research, big research portfolio, and of course, patient care. We also have, we are ranked in the U.S. Uh, News and um, in the Vision, which is really ranked for outcome and quality. We, we rank on ambulatory this year, number one in ambulatory care and number two in inpatient care. So that's very important. Again, very high um, in the quality outcome. We are about, let me try to count, one, two, three, four, five hospitals, <laughs> about 400 ambulatory locations across metropolitan area, of course, Manhattan, Brooklyn, Long Island now and uh, pockets in different areas as well. I think we're out close to um, $9.5 revenue. We just opened a brand new school in Long Island focused on primary care, and also our institution just last year announced uh, free tuition, which is very unique across oh, the wow. nation. The first one yeah. who really announced free tuition for all the kids who come. Also, we have highly specialty programs such as transplant and cardiac cat and various other high specialty, which you would see an academic institution would do. Right. Okay. And the organization is certainly growing, uh, expanding, right? Yes, it has been grown in the past 13 years. It's been uh, quite grown, especially in, we clearly grown in, um, in Brooklyn and Long Island. We just merged with Winter University System there. Mm -hmm. So it has been growing, and, and a lot of growth has also been in ambulatory. So our strategy is more about providing care close to the people where they work or uh, where they live. And so we have a lot of ambulatory locations where it's uh, multi-purpose. Uh, you got your specialist, you got your imaging, all the things you can do. And so much of care shifted to ambulatory. So one of the NYU's strategies is not to buy a lot of hospitals, but actually integrate practices, create highly a specialty place where the facility is very nice, great care, and of course the technology where it's all come together. Where we think we provide yeah. the best experience, and it's convenient to the patient whether they close their home or work. And if you if you really need something in a hospital in Brooklyn, you could go to Brooklyn, Long Island, go to Long Island. But in the Manhattan, it's very highly specialized thing, something that it truly really cannot get done in your local community. Then you could come to the mothership where you, all our specialists are there. But for the most yeah. part, so much of it's ambulatory, and then if, if you really have to go to a hospital, you could go to a local hospital, and then the mothership is for the very highly complex cases. That makes sense, and it's certainly the direction in which uh, the industry is headed, providing care that that's closer to the patient and taking the emphasis away from going to the hospital, at least only when, when that's completely necessary, but really taking care of patients through these other locations. Yeah, and plus so much of your care can take an ambulatory, even, you know, procedures. You know, we now yeah. do uh, same-day replacement surgery, so... So much of it's shifting to an ambulatory outpatient, right? And it's the right thing because, you know, you want to be home. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So this is really something that's been a, a strategic goal for the organization yeah. as far as getting this in place. 
Yeah, okay. and we have about 4,000 physicians in our system, uh, employed physicians uh, across the house, something around that range. And, and it's said 400 locations, ambulatory locations. So that's, that's what makes us very unique. We don't have a lot of hospitals, but we have a lot of ambulatory right. locations. Right. Hospitals are expensive resources to run, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's talk about clinical applications. Now, EPIC is in place in most of the hospitals or all the hospitals at this point? Everywhere. So uh, we have this philosophy, one patient, one chart, and um, we have integrated everything ever since. So anytime we buy a practice, we merge with a hospital, we immediately change our technology to our standards. Two years ago, we turned on all ambulatory locations, Winthrop Hospital to Epic, but then two weeks ago, we put the entire Winthrop inpatient in Epic. So it's, again, it integrates our institution. You know, it's just not Epic. Uh, Well, we've built so much on top of Epic about the standard of care. That's what the chain management is because, you know, the way we take care of sepsis, heart failure, all these standards that we built, our standards on top of EPIC, it goes everywhere, or value-based management, yeah. analytics. So it's not just getting an EHR going, but yeah. all the quality standards are built on top of EPIC. That's what makes us um, one institution. So the, in other words, what do you get care in Manhattan or get care in Brooklyn or at Long Island? It's the same. It's all same type of care, same standards. Right. Right. So, like you said, it's not just about getting that EHR in, but it does provide a foundation for all these other really important components. Correct. Yeah. For us, it's all about quality of care mm-hmm. and uh, standardization. And part of that you can do is really uh, EHR is kind of the enablement, but it's all about what you build our care pathways. We do. Well, we have a lot of care pathways for several mm-hmm. things. So people practice in a standard, consistent way. Also, in terms of supplies and cost efficiency, we really leverage that. For example, in our entire health system, we have one formulary, one item master. These are very important things to have to make an institution efficient. Right. Right. As you said, this is, this is part of the strategy that when a practice or hospital is acquired for it to go to Epic immediately, that seems like something where I guess the, the blueprint is in place, so you're able to do that now in an efficient way. Yeah, I mean, part of our strategy, if we merge, we immediately develop a technology plan, and I go to the board and lay it out, and it's a multi-year plan, but we do it very fast. And not only is Epic, but we replace everything else to our enterprise system. For example, they get our supply chain system. They get our ERP system. They mm-hmm. get our common lab system, pathology system, radiation oncology system. So it's not just Epic. We have a core of yeah. clinical system that everybody uses. So Two weeks ago, we replaced 142 systems in one day. Oh, wow. But, yeah, so it's some things most people don't dare to do, but we right. think it's the right formula. And it actually worked. We had yeah. experience. We did that in Brooklyn as well when we got Brooklyn and okay. we did that. So something that we do very uniquely in that aspect. And what do you think is the key to being able to do that, to be able to convert that many systems uh, in a short amount of time? Well, you know, the, the saying, and how do you go to Carnegie Hall? You practice, 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 plan, right? Right. <laughs> so part of it, we have a very seasoned team. We have a good strategy. We have oversight. We really plan well. We execute. We do chain management very well. So we really, um, we're a highly trained, experienced team to do that. Yeah. We don't do it with consultants, very little consultant. We, do, we really do it with a lot of in-house expertise across all these things. So something that, that's unique and, and it gets us faster to where we want to be. Right. right. And I'm sure that there are tweaks or uh, changes that you need to make along the way just to keep that blueprint in place. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, and of course, you learn as you go, but we stick with our strategy, and then it's flawless and very highly focused execution, and that, right. that matters. Right, right, definitely. Okay. Now, I wanted to talk about digital health everywhere. As you know, digital health sometimes is uh, treated like a buzzword, but it, it's such an important strategy. And wanted to talk about the work that your organization is doing. But first off, is this something that's really has become part of the philosophy of the organization? Absolutely. I think that probably we are one of the most um, highly digitized organizations, and maybe one or two that I can think of across the nation. Uh, we really part of the foundation of what we did in Blueprint of Technology is really think through how we can move this organization. And our leadership has been a great supporter of this and our board about how for NYU to excel has to be highly digital. And by, by digital, as you're rightfully saying, there's so many definitions people make. But it's about how we do think, things differently that is efficient, that leverages technology, provides better care, um, saves you costs. There's so, so there's a lot of aspect about being digital. But the, to be digital, you have to have a lot of foundational thing in place, such as you have yeah. the robust infrastructure, you have to have a robust wireless everywhere, you have high-power computing for scientists and for your data model. You have to have data management, analytics, so you can impact on data, real-time analytics. There's so many foundational that if you didn't think through that many years ahead, you're sort of not right. there, and then extending it to patient and their family, which is really what we all focus now. And for that to come up, be about and be real, you know, all these years, have been that's what we've been focused on, to make the institution. So... We are paperless. You can't be digital where you come in and they start handing you a piece of papers. Yeah. <laughs> or you can't be digital where the doctors use another EHR to document the telemedicine sessions. That's not being digital. That's just having a telemedicine presence. We do the hard work, and I think that's important. It's hard, but when you do it, it gets you a different place. So for us, it's all one patient, one chart. We do digital. We, we do telemedicine or virtual urgent care. The doctors yeah. are on the same epic. The patient use my chart to do the visit, the schedule the visit. There's a technology integrate, but you want it to be awesome, right? Yeah, absolutely. And there's obviously that, that patient component is really big. And something like virtual urgent care, that's a difference maker, especially since in an area like New York, people have choices of where to go. But offering that convenience, and actually it goes beyond convenience. For the people, it can be really challenging to get out of the house. and That really speaks to the, uh, the patient experience. Well, think about, you know, it's Saturday morning, you know, your kid is sick, it's snowing, mm-hmm. you don't know what to do. Our virtual see kids five and up. You could have extra sessions because I think that's the convenient factor, right? And right. it's also easy to use. With a few clicks, you can you can actually schedule that uh, virtual visit. It's our board-certified ED docs. We don't farm it out to other places, so you don't know who you're going to mm-hmm. get. As part of all digital, quality is very important for us. So you get, you right. get our board-certified ED physicians. You don't get some person in the middle someplace, <laughs> right? Right, um, right. A lot of competitors, they have it, but they formed it out to all these other telemedicine mm-hmm. providers. We don't know what you're going to get. And that's, I think that's important in our right. market for convenience and, um, as you said, patient have choices. And then we want to make the experience to be very easy. I mean, you can go schedule a few clicks. You can actually schedule a virtual visit. And now we do it also for post-follow-up surgery. Also, we do it for pre. For example, we're pushing all our surgeons to do post-follow-ups to a telemedicine session because it's convenient for patients. If you have a knee replacement, uh, really to come to the office and 
park yeah. the car and you have to bring somebody with you to drive you. And then mm. the doctor will look at it and say, okay, it looks good, right? Go home. And if you oh, really yeah. have pain, call me. So that's the whole point. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.